0: You're listening to the Melanin Collective podcast, recorded and edited on Anchor, powered by Spotify. Come on and join the collective and use Anchor to record and edit all your podcasts on one platform welcome welcome here we are again once again with my velvety chocolate smooth voice it's not velvety smooth but that's fine welcome to episode one of season one of the melanin collective today's episode we are going to be discussing some hot topics and all of those things that are going on in the news today. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking with a good friend of mine named Eric, otherwise known as Watcher Step Kicks on Instagram. Eric is an online trader, and with the growing of Bitcoins and NFTs and this sacred metaverse that we keep hearing about, I figured that I would turn to somebody who has more knowledge than I do in the topic and who is also melanated. Of course, naturally, because he's part of our collective. So Eric is going to be coming on and he's going to help me kind of wrap my head around the idea of online currency and then maybe you as well. I'm not sure if anyone is well versed in online currency or maybe this is the first time you're hearing about it. So grab a drink and grab a seat. The Melanin Collective starts now guys we have some friends in the studio joining us to listen we have my cousin alex here and my husband now nicholas and then now we have our great friend and bitcoin expert eric around ah! okay so let's just let's just dive right in how did you find out about bitcoin or cryptocurrency if that's what it's actually called and like what made you like want to learn more about it
1: so uh first off my name is eric um i first got into i guess cryptocurrency um in january of 2021 and essentially what made me want to get into the space was that i could tell that there were a lot of changes going on in the world i was just kind of being very um you know in not necessarily involved, but aware of changes that were going on in the world during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And one thing that kept popping up in a couple of different places for me was cryptocurrency. Um, and I know of a few people who were into it and experiencing some financial gain due yeah. to being involved for, for some time. Now, when I got into the space in January, I didn't really know too much about it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: why I was kind of incentivized to get into it was that um i actually had friends who knew about it and were learning about it at the same time as me Mm -hmm. relatively and essentially just having conversation conversation with other people in the cryptocurrency realm Yeah, so you had a a group of
0: like like like-minded people around you that kind of helped you guys kind of learn together and came up together and at the same time
1: right so getting into cryptocurrency for me wasn't really about kind of like jumping all into the space Mm -hmm. um i i did need like a first exposure a second exposure a third exposure to kind of learn about actually what it was i was trying to get into so
0: is it something that just like anyone can join like if i wanted to just like go online today and become like a crypto banker can i be that
1: so essentially so essentially cryptocurrency can be used to Uh, save or invest your money yeah and if you wanted to do that i would say the only kind of requirements that you would need to pass would be just to have access to the internet and be a real person yeah uh, have a working bank account with email
0: that's literally that's literally all you really need it's not anything that's like Super complicated or anything like that. Cause you know, when you think, like, I think of it as like the stock market. And when I think of stock market, my brain hurts because it's all the numbers and the math and all of those things. And I just would just rather not. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So it's one of those things where it's like, why? What is happening? I think I went online one time. I think Nick and I went on and there was like, it was fun because there was like, oh, you have Bitcoin. And it was like this little rocket that like kept going up and up and up. And I was so pumped. And I was like, okay, this is great. We're going up. And then it just crashed. And I was like, immediately defeated, but I wanted to do it again. And I wanted to keep doing it. Yes. And then we, I thought I was like, Oh, cool. We have like 200 Bitcoin or something like that. I thought I thought like I had $200 when really it was like Nick was like, no, you have like two cents. Okay. <laughs> you have like nothing
1: at the, at the time. Right.
0: So okay. it was just like, it was just like one of those real, one of those weird things I was like, bro, I just sat here for like two hours. Like I lost everything already.
1: Definitely. And I think that with cryptocurrency itself, um that if you're new to the realm i think that anybody can pick it up because Mm -hmm. it's not something where you necessarily have to overwhelm yourself with everything that's going on i think in this cryptocurrency space um what we're gonna see is that there's kind of different levels where people are comfortable being at some people um will definitely be comfortable just you know saving into one area they're familiar with Mm -hmm. um and there's going to be a lot of similarities between the stock market and cryptocurrency. Yeah. However, I think the biggest difference is that again, crypt- cryptocurrency is relatively new, and mm-hmm. it, in my opinion, it's more for the people. Okay. So you can kind of take it in your your own <clears throat> direction and still be um, successful because we're entering the space early.
0: Yeah. So you think that like this is like the best time to get into it? I if think, you want to like if if you want to like see a good investment on your funds, this is like because you mentioned that like it's a it's a good way to save. Yes. Right? So like how would it cause it, it I'm how am I saving my money if I'm like buying into stuff? Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay. If you're if you're if yeah, you're making if money it's like, if you're buying, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: I'm putting all of my money into this and you know it's a way for me to save, but what if I'm not actually seeing a return for literally like 30 years and I'm not here, I might not be here in 30 years to, <laughs> right. to get out my millions and millions of dollars? Because you hear people who are like, oh yeah, like they're millionaires in yes. like real life, but they can't get into their stuff. So it's like, that's a huge risk, I right. feel like. Because so, even putting your money in the bank is a huge risk like that, right? If the banks and everything shut down, like, your money's
1: gone. A hundred percent. And I think that you, you raise a valid point in terms of having access to your, your information and mm-hmm. kind of your money. Because right now, when we move around kind of at the bank and, you know, things of that nature, um, checks and things of that nature, it, it does take some time, right? We do have access to it, technically, yeah. but it does take some time. And the banks do have discretion to halt your transactions at any time yeah so for me um and for a lot of people going into cryptocurrency that's one of the things where it's kind of like a uh win here is a given a take really because yeah. with cryptocurrency you'll have access to your money as long as you have access to the internet and your mm-hmm. account and mm-hmm. with the banks um, they sometimes take, you know, seven to ten business days to get you yeah. certain certain documents yeah, or certain kinds of money. Yeah. So with cryptocurrency, you're able to get all all kinds of different payments mm-hmm. through different currencies um directly to you.
0: But can I take out like, you know, you go to the ATM, you put your card in, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Can I go somewhere to where there's like a Bitcoin ATM and take out my Bitcoin money for like real money, does it end up translating for real money? Or is it just always like an internet currency? Because people are always talking about surla and all of these things. So like if it's a, it may never happen. And Nick's told me before that I'm crazy for thinking this, but if the internet goes out, you're poor. You're going back to collecting sticks to try to be rich, <laughs> like yeah, back to Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, definitely. like your your cryptocurrency literally is nullified. It doesn't matter. So, okay. like, is that is does that like stop it from being real money because it's not actually tangible?
1: I think you know if we ever ran into that kind of situation, you raise a valid point about you know the accessibility of it. Uh, if we were to, for whatever reason, have zero internet access. Um, definitely uh we would we would be going back to Flintstones we wouldn't have you know and not just in terms of the internet but in terms of a lot of other things too yeah uh we'd be you know this is the future wave yeah and that's going to be inclusive of the internet so I think that in terms of a solar flare or anything like so drastic you know if it does happen I think that regardless of whether you're invested into cryptocurrency or not, we're going to be back to yeah everything. Cells.
0: Yeah, you lose right. everything anyways, right? right? I think, like, yeah, I think all that. All your money in the bank disappears. And, right,
1: because the banks won't have access to you know their servers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and nature,
0: everything so. like that, which totally, I guess that totally makes sense then. So then, in terms of like, because I know I, I hear a lot of people talking about like NFTs, like what's the difference between NFTs and like Bitcoin and all of those others? Like, okay like how do you decide what one you're supposed to buy
1: okay um so essentially um the decision is always up to the person but what i always tell people and you know what i think is some pretty sound advice is to always look for kind of utility so mm-hmm. a lot of these coins will have you no know, certain projects going on um and you know New developments inside mm-hmm. inside of the cryptocurrency world. So they're always working towards you know uh, different different coins have charities that they help um, and different causes that that stand behind them behind them and run in alignment with them. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, just giving more community to um, each coin. Now, yeah. when it comes to like picking which one you want to buy, it's always going to be up to you, and that's why I say you know. People can talk about cryptocurrency all day, mm-hmm. but until you until you get into the space, you know, nowadays it's quite easy, you know, just download one app
0: yeah. and then take
1: a look at what, what coins are available to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the point when people will be on the right foot, you know, okay. after after, you know, creating an account and developing an online um wallet. I think that's yeah. I think that's the, the the step that most people would take <clears throat> kind of personalized. I don't I don't really have any kind of suggestions for buying cryptocurrency because i I feel like at this point um there's a lot of places you can go right and there's also a lot of places you can go wrong yeah but but in the long-term scheme of things i think that just getting in at all in a few different places yeah and staying diversified is definitely always a really good option
0: doesn't that make like doesn't that make though like investing kind of a gamble so it's a little, I feel like it's literally like gambling. You, like you put your money in something and you're just like trusting that your investment or however much money you put in is going to come back to you. Yes. So is that kind of, it's literally like stocks basically, but it's just online stocks.
1: Correct. It, it, and that's pretty much essentially what it is. This is digital currency online that, that you're, that you would be purchasing and mm-hmm. holding onto. And um, I think that in terms of gambling, a lot of people always wonder, like, oh, I need this much money to get in or X, yeah. X Y number of dollars to yeah. start investing or save. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, above all else, like I said, just staying diversified is really important. Yeah. But when it comes to diversified, though,
0: like, what? it? Staying does that diversified
1: mean? means like having more than one coin. So if you've okay. heard about Bitcoin, yeah, you, you might, and you know a little bit about Bitcoin, you might want that. But if you've also heard of something that's cheaper, yeah, um, that's moving for the long term, like ADA Cardano. Um, what is that? ADA Cardano is another uh, cryptocurrency coin. Okay. And right now, in the past few months, it's been trading at between you know, dollar uh, sixty or so Canadian to you know up around three dollars fifty cents or more Canadian. Okay. And uh, essentially, the, it, it's a it's a really good cryptocurrency that i know a lot of people are backed up behind for a long time Mm -hmm. so essentially it's just another another bitcoin okay but just the 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 value of it is a little bit well quite a bit less than than bitcoin right now yeah bitcoin is several thousand dollars and ada cardano is just a few
0: wait to buy into bitcoin right now it's like about like several thousand
1: so to buy into bitcoin right now is several thousand dollars um,
0: but wasn't it like before it was like a penny or something like it was super cheap, yeah,
1: many years ago, uh several years ago, maybe seven to ten years ago, Bitcoin was trading at less than eighty dollars um all the way back down to you know like you said when you're gambling like mm-hmm. it was very 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 cheap
0: that's crazy so so for example, when people are because I know like nfts are really popular right now i was seeing them all over my timeline i even saw like a vancouver artist was trading it was like trying to trade his house yes for his nfts it was like a it was like a rare like gorilla nft or something like that yeah it was the patch eye gorilla or something like that so like nfts is basically just owning and owning an image so like how like how does that work like how do you own an image
1: okay so you have um art like the mona lisa Mm-hmm. so essentially what nfts is is most of the time when you're dealing with these digital assets
0: mm-hmm.
1: the nfts are going to act kind of like a placeholder right? okay so you might have an nft but it but that nft is coded uh to give you access to something right okay. so in terms of you know uh the real world you might say like something like the mona lisa there's only one of it Okay. yeah and you could never recreate that perfectly to to, to be the Mona Lisa again mm-hmm. Now we're taking it to the next stage where kind of in the brush strokes and in the different color colors of the Mona Lisa yeah is coded. So now you own that coding. Which allows you into different things.
0: Okay. You
1: know, maybe maybe it's a photo as a ticket to a community, or okay. a photo as a ticket to purchase an item, or a photo to a ticket to even a virtual. Concert. Oh, jeez.
0: So you basically own just like like a JPEG.
1: Yes, and it would be a JPEG, just you know, uh, identifying, you know, the community. people are
0: literally paying like thousands of dollars for a JPEG. Yes. What what? yes <laughs> this is real yeah. life <laughs> i have jpegs on my computer can i sell them is this
1: so, possible so if you're an artist this is why it's really nice for artists because essentially you can use these nfts to create your own art and people can buy them with mm-hmm. cryptocurrency and then also resell them later down the line okay right? so in terms of popularity and things like that if you have um, an exclusive group of let's say 100 tokens or 100, yeah. 100 uh, NFTs yeah. that you want to give out to your community,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we would be able to give these out to you for um, a certain price, yeah, and we would be able to do certain things with the funds and be able to move our business forward in so, so
0: as the artist selling my art mm-hmm. as these NFTs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm being paid in Bitcoin yes so then how do i get my money for like real life if i want to be rich so i want to be rich now i just sold my nfts for all this money i want to be like a big rich guy now like how do i like what bank like is there a bank in canada because you know sometimes canada is like a little bit behind where like you know for example in the states they have like venmo Cash app all of those things Where in canada it's like oh you can e-transfer me yeah so like is canada like even at other places, like even at other places in the world, where like you can just go somewhere, put in your cryptocurrency credit card, and take out whatever yes. amount that you need to. Like, is that a thing exactly. already? Exactly.
1: So that's something that's starting to come out in the world is um, Bitcoin ATMs and other cryptocurrency ATMs, mm-hmm. where you'll actually be able to walk up to them at a location and sign in with your your ID, okay, your wallet, yeah, and actually take out that cash. For whatever you'd like to do. Okay. Now the benefit is uh, of this is if you say need a um, hundred dollars from um, I don't know um, Africa and yeah and you're currently in the United States and you want that hundred dollars sent to you right now you'd have to go through a couple different processes which is going to cost you something yeah right? so this way you would be able to receive your let's say one hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin mm-hmm. and be able to go straight to the ATM. It might be 0.000000 something Bitcoin. Yeah. But you can withdraw that $100 directly from that ATM in cash. That's
0: pretty cool, man. I don't know.
1: So I I did want to go into a little bit more about kind of how cryptocurrency came along and what kind of developments we're going to be seeing with cryptocurrency. Yeah,
0: because I noticed sometimes like even when we hang out, you talk about like the metaverse and everything like that. So are those things, are they all like, connected in a way like can you and can you buy like metaverse like is that a thing or is the metaverse just like a like a virtual reality thing
1: okay so i do want to take my time with the the, the metaverse but essentially <laughs> I, <love the> metaverse. <laughs> I, 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 I really think that there's gonna be you know a, a, everybody is gonna want to be into the metaverse mm-hmm. even more than they want to be on social media right now
0: really but, I think so. I love me some Instagram, man. I don't right. know.
1: I think that if 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 Instagram was more immersive, more people would be wanting to be using it more of the time.
0: You think would you want Instagram to be immersive? I don't know if I would want Instagram to be immersive. I would be scared for that. There would be a but I would also be in a lot of reels. How would that work? How would you make Instagram immersive through VR?
1: right there's so many kind of options that the metaverse is going to allow that we haven't even been able to ask ourselves yet yeah that we still don't know the answers quite to like how it will work in terms mm-hmm. of you know business to business um and things of that nature but i do know that um a lot of large companies over the past few years mm-hmm. have been getting into this kind of metaverse area where they're purchasing virtual land and things of that nature i'm sorry what virtual land and creating games on virtual land
0: virtual what what is virtual land
1: so i'm gonna break it down
0: there's a lot of things happening in my world that i really don't know
1: about yes so (laughs) i'm gonna break it down okay i don't like it (laughs) when we talk about the internet we started with what's called web one okay we had web zero one we have web zero two and web zero three when we talk about web 1 um the reason why i think the metaverse is so key and going to be such a breakthrough is that the term web 1 didn't even appear until the term web 2 was coined okay. okay several years after the web 1 was actually created
0: okay so this was like the birth of internet
1: this is the birth of internet which is like
0: 1995 one. right
1: correct something like that when I 94 was born. 95 So web one is the term used to refer to the first stages of development of the World Wide Web. Okay. Okay. That's essentially static websites. So where you can make like a HTML page and post it up and that, that information will stay there. You can't alter it. You can't go through any links. It's not really, it's not really interactive. Okay. It's not, it's not social. It's not interactive. It's just a page. Yeah. Now, um, those pages use zero internet web programming. Okay. And you can just publish them to a web server. That was the early stages of the internet. Then we started coming into web two later in like 2004, 2005, Mm -hmm. right? The early beginnings of the internet. And what we saw there with web two was we started seeing users. So you know, people that use the internet, just Mm -hmm. people, humans uh, to interact and collaborate with each other in a social media dialogue. So we still use that up to today. Okay. So things from like tagging and sharing and video sharing. So like
0: MySpace and all of those things came out in like web too.
1: Yep. And okay. web apps like... uh google docs and and facetime where you can contact people and be more immersed in your conversation okay um and essentially this was for creators in a virtual community okay so right now you go onto the internet and you can access all these things
0: okay it was like like vine and all of those things okay so like when vine started
1: and you wouldn't be able to access vine if you couldn't go onto the internet. yeah
0: and i do i do remember when vine started right it was like one of those videos where like it was like the first time things started getting edited, like really cool, right. With transitions and everything like
1: that. And it was really simplified for people and really interactive. And exactly. For people. Exactly. So that was kind of the transition from web one to web two, where web one, we were just seeing, it was very, um, linear okay. you know, web one, you had to get off the computer to talk on the phone line.
0: Okay. Right. So that like dial up.
1: Okay. Exactly. And then we move to web two days. where where you enter Google, enter MySpace, enter okay. Wi-Fi to where you can now connect wirelessly. These okay. developments changed and were sought after because of the developments in the internet.
0: Okay, that's cool. I like that. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so now that everybody is familiar with web two, social media and everything Instagram, like that. yeah. Everything you use, you know, when you hear web two, you use it. Uh, w- whether it's WhatsApp from the most basic usage to facebook to you know zoom meetings Skype yeah
0: exactly
1: <clears throat> so with web 3 which is going to be very very much interwound um with all kind of internet and essentially we can still access web 1 we can still go to html pages right yeah even three... when you
0: go on the internet now like if i go on my on my it still says HTTPS. Yes. And that's Web yes. 1. Yes. Cool. And I'm an old head.
1: And we're <laughs> not. <laughs> you are right. And we're not, we're, we're not going to lose those kind of things, right? So we haven't lost the internet. This is not like it's changing forever and we'll, we'll, we'll never have anything back. Again, this is internet okay. we're talking about. It's always going to be there. But with Web 3, the ultimate goal for Web 3 is to create a more intelligent, okay, connected, and open websites. Okay. So when you start talking about more intelligent, we start thinking about, um, you know, haptics, being able to feel things, okay, right? being able to experience things um, in a simulated reality. Like more-
0: with the headset and everything, like the gloves, yes. like, like Ready Player One, that movie. That was a good movie. Right. I like. that It was one. a really good movie. I don't movie. think I could live that life, though. I'm not good at video games. And the headset now, we have a Quest 2, and it makes me dizzy. So I hope that's not the life that I have to live because I would be sick all the
1: time. And, you know, and then, you know, this is not for everybody and it's definitely new. Right. So if, if you don't want to get into it, it's not something that you have to do. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's just something that is new and is coming out. So I like to share it with people because a lot of people don't even know about this. Right. Yeah, And they might like it. Right.
0: It's true. And that's why I appreciate
1: you having me here because you you bring people on who want to share their ideas with like-minded people. Yeah. Um, essentially web three is more intelligent and and connected and open to websites Mm -hmm. so the way that it's going to be more connected is that hopefully um in the near future we're going to have a lot more kind of connectivity Mm -hmm. but think of it as
0: like that episode in black mirror
1: black mirror is a very good example
0: that show is terrifying because i feel like that's the life we're living there was, I think it was one of the new episodes. Cause you know in Black Mirror, you can just start watching at any point. Mm-hmm. And one of the new episodes, there was this guy, and he had a wife. And then in the video game, he was cheating on his wife with his best friend from childhood. And I was so angry.
1: And it was it in was the game. so much. Yeah, and it was, yeah, in, a and it was in the game. It was a simulated reality.
0: game. Yeah. So it was like him and his best friend that he was the other guy that he was friends with since childhood. And the guy had a female character and he had a and a male character. And they coitus in the video game, and I was so angry. I was like, "Wait a minute! This better not be real. This is, and it's a real thing." And
1: it's a, and it can Listen, be a very immersive simulation. So that's
0: crazy, and I don't want to live that life because that's ridiculous. <laughs> Got to worry about video game hoes too. <laughs> 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 that's not fair. <laughs>
1: definitely not for it to the world.
0: <laughs> but it's true though it's it's one of those things where the internet is getting like more entertaining and more tangible i guess you could say
1: yeah and some people go as far as you know elon musk to say like you know as you mentioned the simulation like how simulated
0: mm-hmm. is
1: reality like how how real is reality right so when we create these simulations and this web 3 isn't it just as real as you know as real life and i think that's kind of the direction that web 3 is headed that it can be so immersive that we'll be able to kind of use it along our daily lives on a daily basis
0: that's terrifying that that literally terrifies me (laughs) that doesn't make that doesn't make you scared nick that doesn't make you scared No. oh my goodness you
1: live the simulation every day
0: i don't like this one though I would like to return and trade for a new one, I think.
1: And and what if you could do that on Web3?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to turn the tables on you. But...
0: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess. If I could, I guess. I guess. Because it's kind of like Sims. Like, oh, I don't like this life. I'm just going to type in this cheat code and start over again. Like, start over with all the money.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, wait a damn minute wait a minute
1: and i was an early investor so now i have all of
0: oh so you're like daddy warbucks except for in the crypto world something like that (laughs) except for in the crypto world but then if you wanted to you could take that money out right and just like live your life
1: yes and then not be in in i guess what you would say the simulation or metaverse yeah and, and then return to to you know i guess reality coming out of it and spend that money in reality as well as go back into the metaverse yeah because i guess you could just
0: reinvest that money right Right. whatever you could take out you could just still reinvest that money right
1: so if i'm playing games earning money in the metaverse or earning cryptocurrency in the metaverse yeah then i come out of playing that game return to reality i can then go ahead and you know, transfer those funds or transfer whatever I earn,
0: yeah, into cash. Which is so funny because I just saw something the other day about how crypto game cri- so literally said crypto gaming will make geeks rich <laughs> because you can game and earn money and, and then go to work crypto.
1: after and you're making crypto.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so you would. So that's that's I guess that's pretty good. There, there you go, Nick. That's one way of doing it. There you go. You can make all that Mortal Kombat that you and Alex have been playing. You guys can use that. To make cryptocurrency. And
1: you don't even have to enter a tournament.
0: No. And buy me a Tesla. That's all you want? If you can use cryptocurrency to buy a Tesla, sure.
1: And you can right now.
0: Yeah. You're lying.
1: You can with Bitcoin. I can, and you can, you. can I can also... just
0: go online on Tesla right now. And I can put.
1: Go to their purchase options.
0: And it says Bitcoin. We're going to test this right now, guys. I'm going to Tesla. Whatever. Tesla.com. And I'm gonna go to their purchase options because I want to know if this is real.
1: Definitely is for certain brands. I know you can with certain. I'm not sure if you'll be able to Lamborghinis you know, Canada, Okay,
0: but I don't have I don't have I don't have Lamborghini Bitcoin money. So
1: we only have we only have Tesla Bitcoin money. <laughs> How much does Bitcoin sell for again? Yeah, how About, much does one Bitcoin sell for? I don't even know right now. At, at the moment, my phone's kind of busted. But it was, but otherwise, it was, I check. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Over... So you need
0: your phone. Like without your phone, you're useless. Is essentially, it, like you can't do any. You can't make money without your phone.
1: Is it over fifty thousand?
0: Okay, I did it. it. Worked. That's actually pretty sick. That you can go on and use. That's pretty cool. But you go Tesla. I guess it makes sense though. Elon Musk and his weird ass. You can be able to buy Teslas with Bitcoin. Can you buy Teslas with NFTs like any online card? No, it just had Bitcoin actually. Yeah. I just looked at it. That's pretty cool though. So do you feel do you do you ever feel like though it's like low risk, high reward though? Like how much money do you really need to like put in before you start even seeing? and like how long do you need to be doing it do you know what I mean because some I would think of I would think of cryptocurrency as like fast money because I always see people talking about that like that those like forex trading things yeah is that not the same thing so like they always talk about oh yeah I put in $200 yesterday and like today I have 2,000 like that's how they like hype it up and like advertise it right so I would assume like if I'm putting in $200 today it's because I want a quick return tomorrow
1: right i think that with some of these cryptocurrencies um you know typically it's going by percentages i would say so um i would say that you know on a daily basis there's cryptocurrencies that are jumping 50 Mm percent of their value um there are cryptocurrencies that are jumping in a day you know 10 times their value and when okay. you when you mentioned gambling earlier, I think the biggest gamble for for a new investor into the cryptocurrency realm mm-hmm. would be figuring out would be figuring out um, the best mm-hmm. the the best way to invest your money, like the best way to diversify. Yeah, because exactly. there's so many coins, it's hard to kind of pick and choose which one you want.
0: Okay, so you just have to just like try to take the chance and choose like what one you think based on its history and like what's coming up next is the
1: best option. Right. I think also to include kind of be like your lifestyle, you know, if you're big into like um, making sure that there's, you know, food for certain groups of people, you know, definitely look into cryptocurrencies that have NFT projects and different projects going on and charitable donations to, So, like,
0: a what do you say, like, a project? What does that mean when you talk about, like, an NFT project? Because I saw before that, like, there's, like, certain, like, there's, like, oh, terminology you need to know if you want to get into trading. And it was, like, all these different names of things and different terms of things. And it was, I didn't even know that was a, that was, I didn't.
1: I would say a project. I didn't know
0: that ex- that existed.
1: Definitely. And these things are new to people coming into to, to the space. And that's why I said you can kind of take it as far as you want to, because it is new. Mm-hmm. Um, but projects is essentially just kind of what uh, a company or artist or community is trying to do. Right. So mm-hmm. one project that I know of would donate 10% of all proceeds to platypus um you know keeping platypus habitats in order and just doing charitable donations there in Australia so um you have different charities that do different things like plant trees um okay
0: so that those are the projects they're talking about when they're like oh they have different projects that they're doing right that's pretty cool then that they're doing like some places are doing they're giving back in some way
1: right so that's, that's really good then so there's some kind of tangible and also you know back to reality kind of revenue that's coming in and something that's actually being done with the funds
0: yeah so do you have any like solid like go-to advice for anyone who like like what would you say to like somebody who would like message you for instance like they heard you talk on here and they want to message you like what would you tell them their first step would be
1: your first step would be creating a wallet
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, an online wallet on a ledger Okay. So that would be, you know, either Binance or um, Crypto.com wallet. Or okay. C- Kraken. Um, there's multiple wallets that you can use. Your Roy wallet. Okay. And essentially, these wallets are created by some of the cryptocurrencies, so that you're actually able to move and trade these cr- cryptocurrencies. Okay. So you can pick whichever one you you really like okay. or you feel is secure. And after creating the wallet, your next thing to do would probably be look at seeing what you could budget, seeing what you could afford to lose, but would be happy seeing gains on. Right? Okay. Seeing, seeing what you can afford to save. Yeah, exactly. For for a certain amount of time.
0: So like if you don't have $500 to put into something, like don't put $500 into something because there's that off chance that, that 500 you might lose it all. Right. Or you know what I mean? So it might, it's like don't make it your last-ditch effort to make quick yes. money. Yes. Because...
1: If you're, if you're going to try and, you know, start something last minute...
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I would say let this be the last thing that you start last minute.
0: Exactly. So um, it takes a lot of research and, like, looking into it before you actually commit and put your money into it, right? Because you don't want to just jump in without having any information at all
1: if you jump in without having any information at all uh you might find that you're in a position where Mm -hmm. you're not really sure uh why you're making money yeah right i find that you can get into this uh situation put in some money randomly and maybe get lucky and catch a coin when it's on the way up really quickly
0: yeah so you just end up you know like that beginner's luck
1: beginner's luck something like that um, because this market is so volatile, but I yeah. think that if you take your time and you look at one, two, or three coins that you really kind of resonate with, whatever they're doing, yeah, I think that's the best option, as well as diversifying amongst the coins that you feel yeah. would be, you know, would be good for you. Because at the end of the day, not all of these coins are gonna make it and stand the test of time. Yeah, right. We don't. We don't. We don't hear about uh, Zoom, right? We, yeah. uh, we don't hear about Zoom anymore. But we hear about iPod and, and Apple because they made it through the test of time of moving from, you know, the, the MP3 off of streaming, yeah. moving to iPod with streaming services and music and portable music and yeah. AirPods, all these things that, that we wanted that we didn't even know we wanted at the time.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so essentially it's going to be the same thing where, There's going to be tools that are created to help the public continue to gain more access and become more immersed in this further than just a little app. It might end up being more
0: user-friendly because like you mentioned earlier, for you, you had people that kind of helped you get into it, right? Like you were not in like on your own, you had other people that we're kind of there for you to bounce ideas off of kind of like have moral support yeah so for just, someone yeah. so for someone who out someone who's wanting to get into it now you know like would you be a good person for them to message and be like hey like i want to have like a little bit more of an in-depth you know what i mean so like they can talk to you about like what they want to see for themselves in terms of investing in like what they want to learn from it
1: definitely if if you have kind of a direction you want to take things or you have a certain goal in mind that you want to invest towards,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: I think that I'd be able to give you a little bit of direction. Not yeah. Just, a little bit of direction, maybe information regarding what your options are.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. There we go, friends. There you have it. You heard it here first from the best always of course uh you can message eric at watch your step kicks on instagram for all your cryptocurrency and metaverse related topics but before we go as eric is our first ever co-host of the first season of the melanin collective eric i want you to tell us your favorite black person in history
1: uh, so I have two black people in history that I just want to mention on the podcast. Um, I'll go into I'll go into the one that's more relative to what we've been talking about today. Um, I do appreciate your time here. Um, so I just want to talk about Dr. Philip Emogwali. So uh, Dr. Philip Emiguali, um came out. Uh, he he was a Nigerian, uh, you know, computer scientist. And essentially what his contribution was to this whole, you know, metaverse, internet related discussion was that I have two quotes here and one of them is paraphrased, but he says that the need to compute is essential to the human existence. And he also says that I believe our children's children will coin a new world and they will create supercomputers that are... Science fiction to us now. So, what his contribution was um, was even before Web One existed. Mm-hmm. So, in 1989 in Los Alamos, at eight fifty in the morning, he he made the fastest computation uh, that the world had ever seen,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and essentially with this computation being the fastest ever seen um, before, before doing this, um, his invent, his invention, there was never a programmable supercomputer. Okay. That's really cool. Um, Besides 1946, when they invented it apart from this, there was no supercomputer able to compute um, as fast as any one single fastest processor. So what his technology did was he took, uh, kind of how bees worked together in nature. And he took all the smallest processors um, and these small processors outworked together using his patented um, technology.
0: And, that. and
1: And essentially what they did together was they outworked the single fastest processor uh, up to that date, so, so that's really cool. the fastest, strongest computer in the world couldn't compare to all of the network really of the awesome. smaller ones. And it
0: was made by a Nigerian man.
1: Exactly, and that's, that's essentially cool. what led to the invention of uh, opening the doors to physics-based um, computer programming and the internet. That's so sick. essentially, video games and anything Everything virtual like reality, that. reality. That's really yeah.
0: awesome. I love that. That's really cool. I didn't even know that. I've never. I don't really know much about computers or anything like that. So I love that. That's that's really cool. Learn something new every day. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. That is the whole point. Thank you, Eric, for joining us here on the Melanin Collective for our first ever episode. We come to a close. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, like Harriet Tubman says, keep your face to the sunshine so you never see the shadows you're listening to the melanin collective podcast recorded and edited on anchor powered by spotify come on and join the collective and use anchor to record and edit all your podcasts on one platform